Hi everyone. Today we're going to cover this really cool topic uh, called poverty shaming. I woke up this morning and saw it on the news and I was like, this is something else. So I'll be right back. Just a moment. Good morning and welcome back, wonderful listeners, to the Trahan Therapy Center, where we shape minds and change lives. Thank you for being here with your wonderful host, Shanna Trahan, and also thank you for purchasing my new book, 10 Ways to Be a Great Parent, available on Kindle and Amazon. It's been selling pretty well, and I just want to say thank you for buying it and sharing it with friends and family. Also, for listening to the podcast on Anchor FM and actually all over the internet. Um, You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook under the Trahan Therapy Center or as Shanna Trahan. So thanks again for joining us and I hope you enjoy the podcast this morning. So back to poverty shaming. I went on and I, I just read several articles and I don't recall it ever being called this before here in the U.S. This is something new over in the U.K. that they're talking about. Schools are talking about or actually going to ban some particular jackets and name brand clothing because the children whose families can't afford these things feel a certain way about it. And so this is something that I'm really interested to really hear your feedback on. I I grew up as a child who sometimes didn't have certain things. And I think that as a grown-up or in growing up, it made me want to pursue more and do more as opposed to not feeling good about myself or feeling like oh somebody has more than me or you know I'm not good or things like that and so one of the things that was brought up on the news this morning was about whether or not kids are being sheltered too much whether or not you know the social emotional side of things is really getting kind of out of hand at what point do children live a real life At what point do they live a real life? I I wonder if it's ever, as in education, and I don't really want to get off too far on the left side about something a little different, but there's, people have, have chosen across the board things like not allowing children to fail. So if a child fails, an academic subject, then what? Then a self-esteem is brought down. However, the child did not put forth their best effort. So when a grade is given to a child as opposed to him earning it, then what lesson is that teaching? So let's go back to this. So what happened here, it says, after a series of incidents involving students bullying and other students from lower income households, Woodchurch High School in Birkenhead, England, banned children from wearing coats made by Canada Goose, Pyronex, and other Montclair or other luxury brands. These brands usually run up $400 uh, up. And so I'm gathering this information 
from an article called High School Bands Canada Goose Coats Combat to Combat Poverty Shaming. And the author is, it just says CTV News, CA staff, published Saturday, November 17th. All right, so let's continue back to it. So should, one of the big things here in the U.S. that happened was we started requiring uniforms. And I want to say that this also came from that same headspace about poverty shaming so that there wouldn't be a huge difference between me wearing my $150 shoes and you wearing your $25 shoes or what have you. And so then came in the uniforms. However, there's still different quality and classes of uniforms. And you could usually tell easily by how the collar sits whether or not it's one that you paid more for or less. However, perhaps that's not a detail that the children realize or can tell. So I really want to know from you all whether or not you believe that poverty shaming is something that is real. Do you think that children seeing some people wear something that costs more and them wearing something that costs less that that is a big deal. One of the things that was in one of the articles that I was reading also discussed how parents, some parents wrote letters saying that they also wanted this ban to happen because they were being pressured by their children to, if you will, keep up with the Joneses. So should we as parents be promoting keeping up with the Joneses or should we be teaching our children about finances and about how important education is to be able to move ahead in life and have the things that you want? Should we be teaching kids to be happy with what you have until you do what you need to do that's something positive and constructive to have more? So I think that this is really, you know, something that could become a big debate. So when it comes to U.S. uniforms in schools, there are even programs that provide free uniforms. So, I mean, if you've ever, you know, read any parts of the Bible or a Christian in any way, shape or form, then of course, in the Bible, it talks about the poor will always be with us. So poverty is not something that's going to be cured like polio. This is something that is going to always be a part of the system. Now, whether or not we do things in our power to create greater poverty, that's something I think, you know, we should have a conversation about. Are there things that lawmakers or legislators are doing to create a wider gap between the poor and the rich? Now, that is something that is truly something that should be on the news and something that should be in articles, because it's one thing to do well and it's something else to create a situation for instance a housing market where no one who's an average income earner can afford to live in it and buy the basic things that they need so gentrification but we'll get on to that another time (laughs) anyway so back to this do you think that parents should stop buying things for their kids that they can afford that are high that are good quality because of other kids or do you think it really goes back to teaching the social emotional piece 
about treating people decent no matter who they are and where they come from. I think that really that kind of to me sounds like an underlying thing because if if a person is bullying another person directly and really it's usually an engagement between two parties that is that's something that derived from somewhere. So to me, let's go back to the parent piece. You know, 10 ways to be a great parent. We have to teach our kids to just love people, period. And it's not about tall or short or thin or thick or light or dark. Each person has good things about them. And some people, you know, have the things that are not so favored by others about them. So what do we want to teach as parents to our kids? Should we say don't like tall people because tall people are always looking down on you? Should we say don't like people who look exactly like this because they're probably going to hurt you? We set our kids up for failure when we give them misnomers about the realities of life. And the truth is that someone who looks and sounds exactly like you can be the person who is going to attempt to hurt you or harm you. And someone who doesn't look like you or who doesn't sound like you would be that same person there to help you. So I think we should just drop the hate. You know, I think that that is really one of those things that unfortunately some people are still teaching. And kids can come up with the idea of making people feel bad on their own or with their peers oh look at her she doesn't have this or she's wearing those shoes the best thing to combat that is to teach your children tolerance patience understanding and to have compassion for other people stopping people from wearing their expensive jackets doesn't increase their compassion in their heart So I think that when people have compassion and they understand and they volunteer in different communities, I think that it opens up their heart to realize that people are just people. Some people are born into different circumstances. Some people are working toward leaving their circumstances. And when I think of many a well-to-do person, people today, truly, A lot of people have come out of impoverished backgrounds and you will hear some actors and singers or authors tell you about their sordid past and growing up and how challenging it was. So there are good people in all communities. There are great people in all communities. And I think the lesson we should learn here is not to stop wearing certain backpacks because somebody has an expensive one and someone has a cheap one. I don't think it's to stop people from wearing their clothing because they're able to afford something more or different than other people. I think that the answer to the question is we need to teach compassion and it starts with the parents showing it to other people and then the parents teaching it to the children directly and indirectly. 
letting your children know what the expectations are for them. How should they be treating other people? How should they treat their teachers? How should they treat their peers about exclusionary behaviors? Should they be excluding someone because they don't have a certain type of shirt? Or should they be excluding someone because they don't get their nails done at the nail shop? What would this world be if everyone had compassion yet still lived in a realistic place? So having compassion, but living in your reality. So if your reality is that you can buy a thousand dollar coat and or wear a thousand dollar coat in your 10 or 12, I mean, that is your reality and you shouldn't be held captive because it's not someone else's reality. So I really hope to get lots of feedback about this. I think we just have to show compassion, guys. We have to show other people how to treat people, whether or not they live in the same neighborhood, whether or not they have the same clothes, whether or not they have the same cars, whether or not they have an apartment or a house or different type of apartment or home, whether or not they look like us, whether or not they sound like us. Guys, today is a day we need to learn and teach and show compassion. So right now, I'm just going to ask each of you to put on your compassion hat, change some one thing that you've been doing so that the world can be a better place. A perfect world is ideal, unrealistic, but it starts with just one person changing how they perceive things and others and how they treat others in the world. So I just want to say I truly appreciate you because you guys are so, so, so wonderful. And without you, where would I be? Education is important, but how we are kind or not kind to others is also important. And just realizing that every person doesn't perceive things the way we do is a consideration. But don't treat anyone badly because their shoes are different than yours, because their hair is different than yours, because where they live is different than where you live. That is so important. We have to show compassion. And also gratitude. Gratitude for the things that we have. Because sometimes people have a lot and then one then they get to a point for whatever reason where they don't have much. So how do you want people to treat you? How do you want people to treat your siblings, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins? Just consider that whenever you go out for the day and decide how you're going to act and how you're going to treat others. That's, that is something that is huge. And I think that we have to choose to make a good choice in treating others well. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today here in the Trahan Therapy Center. This is Shanna Trahan, your wonderful host, who hostess with the mostest, who loves you the most. Thank you so much for tuning in. Also, I want to encourage you to check out my blogger, 
look up under Shanna Trahan and or the Trahan Therapy Center. It's so important that we tie in together on these things, guys. We have to get the word out. We need to be compassionate and share love for each other. Also, don't forget if you have not bought it, this Christmas time is coming up. It's time to show gratefulness and thankfulness and love for one another. If you haven't bought it yet, go ahead and get the book, 10 Ways to Be a Great Parent. This is going to help any parent, any person who deals with kids. Teachers should be reading this book because guess what? You're pretty much the parent between 7 and 3 and 8 to 4. So go ahead and get this book. Buy it for a friend. Buy it for someone who's becoming a parent. I think that they're going to be grateful when they get to read it. They'll be so grateful to you for those 10 great things. Whether or not the kids are 10 or 12 or just now being born, it's very important that we get together on those 10 great things. So have a lovely day. And I thank you so much for being here on my podcast. Have a lovely day.